When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Do this is together. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together, we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for the good content. My buddy, Kyle, the coach, Duggan. Why? Why are we whispering? Because I don't want anybody to know that we're late. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I thought about it. It was my fault. Technically, it's Kevin's fault because technically, yeah, it all if, falls apart because of Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, if my thing came up, but Kevin was still on, you guys still could have done it. We still could have. Yeah. So, really, it's Kevin's fault, and it kind of works out because then this gives you a little bit of. It's closer to the game day. It's That's like true. a tease. Maybe you watch this morning of the game. Um, so I think it works out. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry that it wasn't on Friday, our normal time, but that's okay. Yes. Yeah, so we, we had Kevin's some, fault. yeah, bottom line, it was Kevin's fault. <laughs> There's nothing so, we can do about Kevin. Yeah. We, we can't do anything. He's not here. Like how, how can I have a show without Kevin? So it's all his fault. No, just kidding. Uh, had some snafus come up over, uh, the last day folks. So we are coming out just a little bit late, but Hey, we've still got an episode to do. We've got still stuff to talk about. Um, we've got articles to look at. We've got camp quotes to look at. And as always, we've got a Craig experience lined up. Uh, but first and foremost, we got to talk about somebody who's won. We've got a winner to announce somebody who's won some tickets. So who is the winner? Well, let's take it to the guy who we've blamed this entire <laughs> first part of the episode. Kev Huggin Duggan, take it away. Hey guys, sorry I couldn't make it this episode. I'm really bummed about it. I'm on set shooting something, so I can't can't join you this episode, but I will be back. But um, just want to say I'm super insanely excited that we have Charger football on Saturday. Like, cannot wait to see our boys on the field. Second string, third string, doesn't matter. We got Charger football. Um, so with that in mind, we also want to announce the giveaway for our tickets to the Cowboys preseason game. And we have a winner. And drumroll, please. The winner is Age. Age from Twitter. Congratulations, man. Hope you and your family enjoy the game and uh, send us pictures, man. We want to live vicariously. So, all right, guys, I will see you on the next episode. I'm sure Coach and Wooldog will take care of you, I think. May not be as funny, but they'll try their best. All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Let's ride. Well, there you go, Age. Congratulations. First winner of 2022 tickets. 
going to the preseason game. That's awesome. Congratulations. Um, not tomorrow's preseason game, though. Tom- we're recording this on Friday, so tomorrow's preseason game. Kyle's got got yes. those tickets lined up. So I will be there, but enjoy the game and represent well for us, please. Yes. We are season ticket holders, so keep it calm. <laughs> Don't get our seats taken away, please. Enjoy the game. Right. Um, but be respectful of those around us. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Age, enjoy those tickets. Have fun. And those going tomorrow, look out for Kyle the Coach Doug and yep, say, I'll hey, give him a high five. Now, I can't remember. Are bo- the Is the preseason the Chargers home game or are they both home games when Somehow we play the regular both, season? Yeah, I wouldn't be going if it wasn't a home game because it wouldn't be <laughs> Oh, that's true, right, because of the season tickets. tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for whatever reason, we got two home games against the Rams. But it really, wow. it's, it, that really benefits the Rams quite a bit because like, one of their home, one of their away games is technically a home game. The only thing different is there's, I guess that's on true. Boards. Yeah, they're still sleeping in their own house, like in their own home for the whole yeah, week. Yeah, but they got to pay for fly. it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. True. If you want to play it, your away game at home, you got to pay for it. We're gonna ask. Yeah. For, we're gonna take some ticket money. Um, awesome. All right. Well, let's take a look over at the athletic. Uh, this just in. This is a day or two old, so it's not really just in, but Dean Spanos' sister appears to end the push for Chargers sale, but litigation continues. So um, it's like kind of continuing, but kind of not. The The article <laughs> reads, this is from Daniel Kaplan, uh, the sister of Chargers controlling owner Dean Spanos appears to have backed off her push to force her brother to sell the team, though she is still suing him and other family members in a long-running dispute over the family trust that owns 36% of the team. Since the filing of the lawsuit, the NFL secured an historic media deal that juiced the value of teams across the board and their attractiveness to purchasers. The motion continued. Perhaps even more importantly, the Denver Broncos were recently purchased for record-breaking $4.6 billion, that's billion with a B, dollars. And the fact that there are multiple bidders who were unsuccessful in that process has bolstered enormously uh, interest in other teams, especially in a major market like Los Angeles. So what she is saying is that because the value of the Chargers has risen so much since April 2021, a sale of just the trust's interest in the team might alone solve the red ink issue. Also, it is possible to sell only part of the 36% share to obtain the hundreds of millions of dollars she alleges the trust needs. So, yeah, I just I'll just sell off part of my investment and I'll get a hundred million dollars. I guess I can live off that. I mean, this is monopoly. I'm going to have to cinch my belt a little bit, but I guess I can make it happen. My question is, how is there several suitors of the Broncos at 4.6 billion? Who's just chilling with $4 billion? I don't know. I I mean, insane, man. I mean, because we've seen it now that there are some teams that are, that have like multiple owners. Yeah. It's not just one owner. Yeah. So I think it might've been like, well, if we pull our money together, we can come up with (laughs) 4.5 billion. And then what's his nuts walks in and goes, well, I can give you 4.6 by myself. And they're like, well, tie goes to the highest bidder, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that they were able to sell the team for that much. And I mean, at least, at least D because it is D she, she doesn't have the end. It's D and Dean, which had to be confusing at home. Um, Uh, is backing off, but still kind of suing. So it's like, yeah, I guess. I just think that the sale is inevitable, you know, like sooner sure. or later. What what business do the Spanos have 
owning anything worth $5 billion. You know, if the Broncos are 4.6, imagine what the Chargers are in an LA market. In an LA market, yeah. How do you, like, what What are we doing here? Like, that's, <laughs> let's retire our next 12 generations of Spani and I mean, call it. I don't know. It, it's going to be interesting to see what happens after this season because with all of the moves that have been made, you got to imagine that they're basically investing in the team to win now. And if they win and knock on wood, they do. Um, that's only going to raise the value of the team. So it's like, do you do you sell when it's hot or do you keep riding that until you you know you feel like it's right to sell? That would I don't really, know. That would really really piss me off. Really, really really piss me off. I mean, I know that they're in it for the money. Sure. But to do that is just to play the whole game around the Chargers. When all they've said from he, from from when they took over the team, Dean did when his from his dad till mm-hmm. now is we love the Chargers as part of our legacy. Blah 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 blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So then you turn around and sell it when it's at its highest after you win a Super Bowl. God, right, yeah. I, would, I would hate Spani so <laughs> much more than I. But already wouldn't do. you? I, I'm so, so, but would you be happy that now it's not in their hands? It's in somebody else's? Yeah, 100%. I'd still okay. hate him more, though. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You would just think he was just a, a scumbag he's for a doing that. Bag. Yeah. yeah. For lying to us and trying to, trying to convince everyone that he's doing it because it's a family legacy thing and he loves right. the team and then selling him anyways. Yeah. Gotcha. But okay. he hasn't done that yet. So he still no. has and, some shreds with me. And we're not necessarily even alleging that that's the case, but I'm just, no, no, you know, no, we're no. thinking outside the box. We happens, like to, yeah. yeah, we like to think about, How you do know. you turn down $5 billion? <sighs> <I don't laughs> it's not like they're billionaires, you know? Like, right. The Spanos family's not that wealthy, so you become a billionaire overnight, I'll do it. Yeah, hey, <laughs> stranger things have I'll happened. I'll root for the Chargers. I'll, right, I'll, I'll get a I'll, box. I'll get a right. season tickets. Like, yeah. That's okay. We'll get a, we'll get a box seat dedicated to our father. <laughs> Alex. Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, just something to keep an eye on, but it seems, you know, at least backing off a little bit, like not trying to force them to sell the team. Um, and then this came out, the first unofficial depth chart by the Chargers. And some of the reactions of some of the people were just like, holy shit, how is Jerry Tillery a first stringer or something like that? Like, um, let's see here. Where is the... Yeah, Jerry. So I know, folks, that this is a quote-unquote unofficial death chart. Um, Some of them are obvious, like Rashawn Slater's first stringer, obviously. Justin Herbert, obvious. Keenan Allen, obvious. Mike Williams, obvious. Um, I think, though, that this is more just like... uh, Is this more like like who's going to play? Well, is this going to... Who's going to play in the preseason game, right? Maybe... Because like I would understand you you gotta get some of these guys out there that have been on the team a long time. You're like, hey, I want to see what you got. So we're gonna toss you out there and see how it goes, type of a deal. Mm-hmm. That's the only because everything that we've heard from camp so far is that Tillery is not working with the ones. And then no, you but he's the, listed on over here as like I know, the right? One. So the thought is like one, we're not playing. This is but then again, I don't know, because that's that can't be the case because we have uh, Justin Herbert's the number one on here, and he's not even playing in the preseason. So yeah, I'm. Yeah, it, it almost seems like know. no rhyme or reason as far as to how some of these guys got categorized. Um, but it's out, so we can see all the all the names that we've got here and um, all the different positions that they're planning to play. Because I've seen 
Uh, like I see Trey McKitty listed here at tight end, but he's also listed as a fullback. Yeah. He's the third fullback on there. So that's kind of yep. interesting. I think that was something that I can't remember if it was you or Craig talking about, like throwing them in some of those Craig did, yeah. fullback packages. So mm-hmm. um, could be interesting to see. And there's also some names on here I didn't even know we had, like Kevin Marks Jr. and Letty Brown. Who are these running backs? I haven't <laughs> heard these guys' names yeah, at all. These are some of the un- un- the undrafted free agent guys yeah. that picked up at the last second that you're going to see play on Saturday. Like, who the heck is that guy? But yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, it's I don't know what to make of this. I really am not putting much into it because the running back position I mean, too has yeah. Josh Kelly at two and then Larry Roundtree and Isaiah Spiller is the four on this depth chart. Right. Which is just doesn't... Uh, just doesn't line up real. with what they've been saying at right. camp. Yeah. Right. So uh, I think from what I recall, I think the one thing that Staley said... um was that the guys that don't have anything to prove won't be playing in the preseason game at all. Right. But those that do still have something to prove will be in the preseason game. So I think that includes people like Tillery, who he's already mm-hmm. made oh, mention. Oh, like, sure. He's, he's still played. got something to prove. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I don't recall the dates for like when they need to start making cuts or when they're going to start letting people go. But um, it's going to be fun watching this Saturday's game to see all of these guys, these unknown names, See who can come up and who can who can show out. Um, all right, looking over at camp. So these are some quotes from camp. This comes from special teams coordinator Ryan Ficken on the importance of executing on special teams in preseason games. I think it's very important, these preseason games, but these practices, we can't go and take these lightly. They're getting evaluated not only in these preseason games, but out in practice. In the meetings, just the small things of being where you're supposed to be so they're getting evaluated in everything we do. We're trying to create a depth at all positions. It doesn't matter where it is. We have to make sure that they're ready to go against the Rams here in all of these situations, making sure that they're prepared so they can go out and execute and have the most success that they can have out there on the field because that's what we want. (laughs) We want them to have success out there, not only for themselves, but for our team as a whole so that we can build that confidence as we lead up and make these decisions a little bit more difficult. As one of the longest sentences I've ever read in my life. There was no yeah. period in there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Special teams, in my opinion, is the only real thing to watch for in preseason because these your ones are usually out there. You're going to mm-hmm. have your best guy. It's not like a Justin Herbert where you sit him. Special teams guys are going to be playing because most of the time they're backups on offense or defense. Right. So you're going to see your legitimate our first against their first special teams for the most right. part at the beginning of the game. So it, it is a good barometer right off the bat to see kind of where we're at. Um, and with the new coordinator, see if there's things that are different that we're trying to do. Um, yeah, it, I mean, special teams to me is that Everyone's trying to earn the spot on the roster, right? Those guys mm-hmm. that are on the bubble, that's where they got to do it. So they they don't hold back. They go all out on special teams. Yeah. No, I'm I'm very curious to see how our special teams performs. Um, obviously, we've got a new punter, J.K. Scott. Want to see how he does um, and want to see, you know, how they do on some of these, uh, just both on the return and on the on the defensive side of special teams and trying to see if there's been any major change because now we've got, this new special teams coordinator, Ryan Ficken, what does he yeah. bring into the table? Obviously, we've got a lot of bodies out there that are going to be new to a lot of rookies, but how is he going to control this? How is he going to make it better? I'm excited to see. I can't wait. 
Yeah, we also have the highest paid long snapper in the NFL, don't we? Do we really? Is that what he's listed as? <laughs> well, we just we just signed him, Josh Harris, this last year to a four-year, $5.5 million deal. I thought it was, he was up there as one of the highest paid um, really? long snappers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we'll see how fast that ball's getting back there. Holy cow. Well, that'll be, yeah. Get Jeez, I'll be <laughs> eyes on the long snapper, folks. Um, <laughs> uh, looking over at camp some more, we've got cornerback Asante Samuel Jr. talking about the growth uh, through competing against the offense. He says, I think it makes us better because we're going against one of the best quarterbacks in the league, three of the best receivers in the league. I just try to go out there and use my technique against these guys, see what I can do and what I can't do, just perfect my craft. Uh, on conversations with his father, former NFL cornerback Asante Samuel, following his rookie season, uh, Asante Samuel Jr. said, he just tried to tell me to keep doing what I've been doing all my life, Learn as you go. Sometimes you have to learn things on your own in the NFL because he could tell me a lot of things, but once I go out there, it's kind of different. I just have to learn and do my own play. So yeah, obviously great practice going up against Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer, you know, some of these guys that are just really showing up at the at training camp and 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 a great mindset to have about, you know, after talking with his father, as far as like, you know, you got to learn as you go, but you also kind of have to make your own way kind of thing. It's just exciting. Like we saw such spurts out of Asante Samuel, but he had some injuries in that rookie season, but right. like to know that he's was uncomfortable. Like I like hearing that mm -hmm. when guys played well and they were like, yeah, I've, this is brand new. I didn't, I had to go through these transitions. Like, yeah, my dad told me some of the things. Um, but there, you kind of forget about those guys. Cause you're like, Oh, Asante, I know what he is. I know he's mm -hmm. a good corner, but it, he's not done getting better by oh, any God, means. No. You know, he's, he's still so young in his football career, um, mm -hmm. that he's a guy that we should be like, they've penciled him as an outside cornerback too, because we have one of the best in the league at JC Jackson, but right, yeah. he's out there playing against he's playing his big dudes. You know, like, I think that's great work for Asante to have to get matched up with Mike because Mike's not a little guy. Asante is a oh, little God, guy. No. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's some serious learning technique to make sure your body's in the right spot so you can Absolutely. take advantage because you could get you could get mossed pretty hard by Mike Williams on a daily basis. <laughs> I yeah, I can I can picture the size difference, but um yeah, it it is exciting. A lot of these guys that we were really excited about last year now going into a sophomore season and Asante Samuel Jr. is absolutely one of those guys that we should really see. Uh, I would like to think, I would like to think that we would see a big leap from him. Um, and then finally, uh, cornerback Michael Davis uh, talking about his approach to the level of competition in the secondary. I think competition brings camaraderie. When you compete, you make everybody around you better. We're all still friends, so that's just part of the game, I think. Uh, I think that it just elevates us all the way around. It, it, I, I think it kind of speaks a bit to some of that stuff that you were talking about, Kyle, as far as like, you know, we're seeing guys like Trevor Penning over in New Orleans getting in fights with yeah. some of his teammates that are just on the other side of the ball. And Michael Davis talking about, hey, I think it gets us closer together. You know, when you're competing, it makes everybody around you better. So, you know, thank you for making me better by challenging me to be a better person or a better player. It's interesting because like you can take that approach for sure. That's not natural for a lot of people. Um, right. When they're in competition, it's much easier to go, you're the enemy, I'm going to beat you. I don't care if you're getting better. More um, primal approach. That, yeah, that's the more natural, I think, response. Mm -hmm. um, so if if that's true, if 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 that's really how they're feeling, because 
Of all the people going through competition and position, Mike Davis went from CB1 to on the bench in, in a blink of an eye this mm -hmm. offseason. Um, so if, if that is truly how he feels, that's, I mean, that's a mature guy that you want in your locker room. And because uh, I think you could be worried, hey, what's, what's Mike Davis going to look like when he's no longer the guy? He's mm -hmm. not CB1. He's not CB2. He's he's down there, the depth chart, pretty good. Is he going to start acting out, causing issues, um, bringing up stuff that's not good into the locker room? And if what he's saying is true, it doesn't sound like that's going to be the case. Right. Yeah, I mean, we're, this, this is also, yet again, a guy that was brought on uh, from a different coach, different scheme, different game plan. And now, you know, was it just growing pains with with Staley or was it, you know, was there other stuff? I, we did see that there was uh, a quote from him uh, talking about having some off the field issues, you know, not really having his head in the game kind of thing. So um, we'll see if that has something to do with it. But there is another quote here about his increased comfort with the scheme. He says, I'm a lot more comfortable this year. Last year, I didn't feel like I had a grasp on the defense, but this year I do. It's a team sport in former Chargers defensive coordinator Gus Bradley's defense. It's more playing by yourself. And in this defense, you have to play with everybody around you. I'm getting more used to playing with my teammates. Obviously, yeah, it, it's he's saying it right there. I didn't feel like I had a good grasp of the defense. Yeah, and if, if you're not comfortable, you're stuck. Yeah. Like if you're not confident that you know what you're supposed to do and you're going against a Tyreek Hill, you're going to get lost and you're going to get beat because mm -hmm. you just don't know where you're at. You're going to guess wrong here and there. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I, I going back to I, I know we don't have it on the outline here, but that that comp the interview that he had where he talked about off field issues, some of the mm -hmm. things going on in his personal life. Um, honestly, as a fan, one it sucks to hear because all we care about is football. But I appreciate right. his honesty. He didn't 100%. have to. He didn't have to come out and say that. No. Um, these these guys, yeah, as fans, we just want them to go home, study. Go back, be the best practice, they can be. Yeah, lift, go home, study film. Like that's what we want. It's right. not reality. These guys are these are these are men. These are people. Right. That go through stuff. So, um, if anything, it's like okay, good. He recognized it. He got paid a, a lot, a lot of money last year. Mm -hmm. He took his foot off the gas. He got distracted and during the season, and now he's focused and ready to get back after it. Yeah, it's it's a bummer for the Chargers as a as a fan that we had to go through that last year and right. the guy, we paid a lot of money, not produce the way that he should have. Um, but at the same time, we still got two years with a guy that should get his head on right and go out there and, and make some big plays. Right. And I yeah, think he has that mentality, right? Like I owe it. I owe it to the team that I need to be better. It, yeah. He's, he's not, he's not on a rookie deal anymore. He's, he's, he's on a, you know, he's a veteran of this team. I mean, he's one yeah. of the guys that's been with the team now the longest. Um, and, to understand, to, to be mature enough to recognize that, okay, I didn't do good last year. I had some off the field issues and I, and I didn't understand the scheme. So I need to, if I want to compete, if I want these, if I want to help my teammates get a Super Bowl, I got to take care of the off the field issues and I got to, I got to learn this scheme and I got to get better. So yeah. to not just, I mean, you could quietly do that or you can be honest with people and say, Hey, you know what? I effed up last year. It's time for me to get back on track. This is what I'm going to do. And that's great to hear. Yeah. I, I, like you said, it's, you know, it sucks to hear as a fan because you just want everybody to be the best that they can be. But at the end of the day, these are real people. They deal with real life issues. Who knows what some of these guys are dealing with yeah. off the field? I mean, uh, it, it, 
they, any problem that you deal with, folks, these guys can deal with as well, even though they've got a lot of money. They're still putting their heart and soul into this game and just wrecking their bodies <laughs> every year. Yeah. Just yeah. like aging probably five years for every year that they spend on the field. Um, it, it's it's good to see. So, yeah, we we absolutely support Mike Davis and root for him. We want him yeah. to do well. And we'll see if he ends up playing in some of these preseason games. I wouldn't be surprised if we do see oh, him I'm out sure there. Oh, I'm sure he'll be out there. Yeah. 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 Um, well, you know what else you wouldn't be surprised to see is some T-shirts hoodies and stickers. If you go on over to chargerchat.com, check out all the stuff we've got over there. We've got a member section over there uh, where you can chat it up with other Charger Chatteteers and ask questions and ask Bolt fam. So go check it out, chargerchat.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, pretty please with sugar on top, if you hit that subscribe button, it would really mean the world to us. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm not trying to tell you your business. I'm just saying if you did it. It's just a click. I, I mean, yeah, I'm honestly, like, we're not telling you to buy a sticker, buy a shirt, or buy a hoodie. But if you could just click the subscribe button, it would really help us out a lot. I mean, just please. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, folks, now it is time to go on to the next segment. You know him. You better freaking love him. It's the Craig Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. Oh. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. I know the two dudes I did CKCs on last week ended up injured shortly thereafter. So we're going to go in a different direction today. And I'm going to discuss a few guys that are heating up versus some that are fizzling out faster than uh, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's relationship. Man, I hope he made it on at least one of those Hulu episodes. Hate it had to be you, dog. Ah, well, life goes on. CC gang. Big old salute, and to the rest of the Bull fam was good. She got Craig in Texas, and welcome to another edition of the Craig Experience. Let's work. And real quick, if you're out there saying, "But Craig, you can't really give a true assessment on these dudes. They haven't played even one preseason game yet." Hell yeah, I'm still going to do it. And I'm going to start with Braden Fajoko because, frankly, he deserves it. Started really getting his name out there last season when he was in and kind of sort of spot duty. When the team was dealing with various issues from COVID to injuries on the defensive line. And he made the most of his opportunities. Rolled that into this offseason where he clearly kept putting in the work and 
shows up in camp this year and literally every freaking practice he's making a play whether it be against the run or flashing a little bit as a pass rusher on the interior which by the way i think he has a little more juice there than what we think and with some more opportunities he'll be able to present that more consistently and also side note little bit a little bit of lanyap here for you that extra that i like to talk about if he gives you anything as an interior pass rusher you know you might be able to trim some of the fat off the roster you know the guys who are technically supposed to specialize in that thing but don't really y'all know what i'm getting at anyway Big Faye deserves a spot on his 53-man roster, and I think he's well on his way to it. And if for some reason that doesn't happen, I am going to be very upset because that will be a travesty, and I'll probably write a sternly worded email. I don't know who I'm going to send it to, but I'll figure that out later, if necessary. But either way, Big Faye, I'm on your side, bro. And the next gentleman whose name's been receiving some buzz here recently He's also built like Aquaman. I mean, actually, he has like the angriest set of calf muscles I've ever seen on a human being. It's kind of scary. Uh, Jamal Davis. JD's been popping out a little bit at a uh, training camp. And what he's really good at is setting the edge. He's not necessarily the best at pass rushing yet. He's still developing his chops there. But he's more than serviceable against the run. If you can throw him in a rotation with Joey and Khalil and uh, Chris Rump, who's not on this list today, but has also been standing out, then that's some pretty quality depth at the edges. So I'm anxious to see what this dude can do with more opportunities. And uh, I mean, hell, worst case scenario, probably scare the hell out of a running back and make him just slip and fall once he sees his ridiculously massive calf muscles. It's a win-win either way, so, you know. And unfortunately, now we have to flip the mattress over to the dirty side and uh, discuss a couple guys that aren't exactly lighting the world on fire. I'm going to start off with the uh, Easton Stick. My man. Sure, you are a fantastic human being. Actually, a phenomenal athlete. You can run your behind off. As far as uh, what you offer as a passer. Yeah. Mm, a lot to be desired there. But hell, I guess if you ask Brandon Staley, he's coming along quite nicely. I've not seen anything to prove that. Uh, some people that I trust that have watched him live at practices don't see it. Kind of has the feeling of that whole like Kenneth Murray as the best coverage linebacker thing. Just doesn't add up. I understand that there's continuity there with he and chase daniel and jay herbo and you want to keep that but man i know they're going to carry three quarterbacks so i don't even know why i'm really talking about it but I, I just i don't see the purpose of keeping them around but you know what really sucks is feeling like you're bagging on these cats they're on your team you want to support them you know, you love them because they're part of your squad, even if they aren't offering very much. But we still got to address this. Ameke Egbule, I'm not sure what's going on. I had a lot of hope for him coming out of Houston. Uh, I liked his athletic profile. I thought he would eventually develop into something more than he has. But it feels like he's been around forever. And uh, honestly, the clock is ticking. 
probably nearing the 11th hour with him. And uh, I can't say that I remember a whole lot about his tenure. As far as what he's brought to the table on special teams, I think he's made some plays here and there, but never really amounted to much more than that. And it sucks because if you see somebody that has that type of natural talent, you hope that they can get into a system and maybe they'd be developed and turn into something. You find like a diamond in a rough situation, but doesn't feel like that's going to happen with him. So while these are just a few of the names that are technically stock up versus stock down, there are more guys that are out there earning their keep and some that are kind of just treading water. And as we get deeper in the camp and closer to the regular season through these preseason games and start weeding themselves out, I don't know. I'll either go back to doing CKCs or I might stick with this format. I just have to figure out which one has the bad juju attached to it so I can get that the hell up out of here because if Fahoko or JD end up with some sort of issue this week then we'll just have to scrap all of this and I got to figure something else out but hey people again thank you for joining me it's been another one with your boy Mr. T-O-P underscore F-L-Y-T-3 on Twitter uh, also known as of course Mr. Bogang or do not bang and for sure you can catch me over on youtube at the flight deck charge it to the game those will be coming out every other week or so now that we're back in a full swing of things so until the next one y'all take it easy be cool stay bolted up and uh yeah okay love you bye big Faye. i love that nickname by the way <laughs> yeah, talking about brain fahoko give me big yeah Faye. he's gotta make the team man just from what i see on social media with the way that he like the life that he adds to the locker room, mm-hmm. you got to have that guy in the locker room on a daily basis. Like oh, I saw yeah. one, Kyle Vanoy posted a story about, they were talking about basketball players like Jason Tatum because mm-hmm. Vanoy was in New England for however many years. So he, right, he's yeah. a big Celtics guy and stuff. Um, and Fahoko was just going off on him about how Tatum's not very good. And you saw Khalil Mack in the background giggling and like he just <laughs> adds that element to your team that mm-hmm. it's, it, it doesn't get taken into account enough, but having guys like that just over a 18-week regular season, it just lightens the mood so much that I, I'm 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 really hoping he goes out here and kills it in the preseason because yeah. he's going to get a ton of reps, and I, I'm really, really pulling for him to make that 53-man team this year. Big time, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely rooting for him and Jamal Davis. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen an NFL player like split their pants from flexing so hard but i think if there was a guy to do it he could do it, it would yeah. be Jamal that could be his celebration he gets a sack and he, he just flexes, flexes so and his hard pants and his fly pants off. Just split off just goes full hulk into like daisy dukes <laughs> <laughs> give me the daisy good. dukes um yeah. and then yeah looking at easton say it's funny it, when craig was like i know they're going to carry three quarterbacks I know that they are too, because I, rem- I I did see a quote from Brandon Staley saying like, you know, we got to figure out who's the true QB two or QB three. It's like, you wouldn't even mention there was a QB three if you weren't intending to carry three right. QBs. So I still, I, I think like most fans don't necessarily agree with it, but if that's what, he, if that's what he wants to do, then that's what he's going to do. Um, and Amiki Igbule, that that is a name that we really kind of, we see flashes here and there, you know, kind of similar to Tillery, where it's like, you know, occasionally you see him in a play or something like that. But outside of that, there's really yeah, the not much going on, on our, with him. The depth on our team is just too strong now. It it's is, hard. yeah. 
it's hard to keep those guys. Like last year, you hold on to them because you're like, eh, I don't need, I don't have that many. We gotta have some DBs break the glass or, thing. Like, yeah, we have so many good DBs now that I feel like that's gonna consume all of that extra little. Oh, we'll keep this guy and keep mm-hmm. that guy. Um, it's gonna get really, really tough for these guys to make the team. So, um, unless they just absolutely kill it on special teams, right? Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough go to make the cut. It's going to be interesting to see. We've got our first preseason game coming up, so we'll get a chance to see some of these guys flashing and see see who who comes to play. Um, but I I think that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat. Any final thoughts there, Kyle? Just remember, everyone, this is a preseason game. Okay. Right. Yes. We're all going to be fired up to watch the Chargers <laughs> playing football. Just. <laughs> Calm down if things if we don't win, it's okay. It's it preseason. is 100% okay. <laughs> the Ravens have won like 21 straight preseason games Which and have no Super Bowls to show for it. So right. it doesn't equate to being great in the regular season. So let's just chill. Coaches are going to be vanilla. The play calls are not going to be... You're like, why did they do that? It's, they're just keeping things simple. It's preseason. We want to see guys do fundamentals, block and tackle. That's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So... That's the expectation. See if we can block good and tackle good. If we do those things, we won the game. And we're in it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here at Charger Chat, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.